straight arrow away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game, brought to you today by Qantas, the spirit of Australia. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ, there is one match to go of this tour. It's been an incredible six weeks and after, what, it's been eight matches so far. We've got one to go, one more against Ireland, hoping that the weather stays good for us. What have you made of the tour? Yeah, I mean, this island leg's been a bit of a mixed bag. Got a washout without a ball bowled, which is um, a real shame in the first ODI. That was the one that was a sellout and would have been really cool. But then sunny skies and great day for the second ODI. Saw the Aussies come out and get a, a pretty convincing win. So that was good to see. Saw Ash Gardner fire with the bat. Um, George Warren pick up a career best threefer and yeah, good signs. What have you made at the Island Leg? Yeah, the Aussies looked like they were firing the other day. It was good to see. Um, it feels like a lot of them were releasing the shackles. There was some there's some incredible shot making on display. Um, Elise Perry again with 91 off 99 balls, her third score in the 90s. So she's looking in incredible touch. It's been good. One to go. What's been your highlight of the whole tour so far, LJ? Um, I think I have to go right back to the start and say the test match at Trent Bridge, iconic venue, really awesome to see the Australian girls get a win on the fifth day and I think you can't go past that eight for or 12 for for the match from Ash Gardner. That really set up the series for Australia and looking back at the final scoreline, without that effort from Ash Gardner, Australia wouldn't have retained the Ashes. So that that was massive and something I think everyone will remember for a really long time. My highlight of the tour came a little bit later in the piece. Uh, it was actually in Southampton. Um, I was pretty nervous for the Aussies going into that match. They'd lost three on the trot and were in desperate need of a win to retain the Ashes. And I reckon I really enjoyed seeing seeing them with their backs against the wall. I feel like it's not a position we often see Australia in with their backs against the wall. So I love seeing them um, show up and play a really great game when they need it the most and get a narrow win to to retain the ashes. Yeah, I think it's been just a really memorable series all up, super competitive. England really brought it um, and challenged Australia. And yeah, one that will go down in the books is one of the best series that has been played, I think. Yeah, definitely one to remember. We'll never forget it. Thank you to all of you listeners for tuning into The Scoop over the last six, seven weeks. Um, it's been great to have so many players joining us and sharing sharing their stories from on tour. So I hope you enjoyed listening as well. And thanks as always for tuning in. Georgia Wareham, great to see you here in Dublin. Thank you for joining us uh, on The Scoop today. So we've had like six weeks on the road, massive ashes tour. How have you found it? Sum it all up for us. <laughs> it's pretty hard, it's hard to sum up. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been a really long tour. I think there's been a lot of ups and downs throughout, but um, yeah, I mean, retaining the ashes and winning the, the next ODI will be, will be big to, to finish off the series and hopefully everyone enjoys some time at home after that. Do you have a favourite match from the tour, the, uh, the eight we've had played? Um, oh, I don't know, actually. I just think like the test match, even though I didn't play, is was such an iconic, I think, game. Um, and coming out on top, first win, I guess, test, test match win that I've been a part of, um, which is pretty cool. And what about a favourite performance from one of your teammates over the eight matches so far? Has anything stood out? Um, probably, again, that test match when Ash took eight far and Belzy made 100. Um, they, they were pretty cool. 
pretty amazing moments. So you would have played a lot with Belzy. How cool was it to see her bring up triple figures in the test match? Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. I think she batted the house down. Um, and to do that, I think, at eight? Did she bat at eight? Yeah, I think yeah. just shows the depth in the team, I think, which is pretty special. I mean, I've seen her make a lot of runs in state cricket and, and I guess in Big Bash as well, so it's, it's pretty special. How did you feel watching on from the sidelines? <laughs> I was so nervous the entire game. I think Shooter and I watch about every ball for the five days. So, yeah, I think I watch more than I, what, than I wasn't playing than I would if I was. I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> and it feels like we've been all over England, now we're in Ireland. Do you have a, an off-field highlight from the tour? Belzy mentioned you might have gone along to Spr Bruce Springsteen at some point. Yeah, I reckon that was probably the highlight in Hyde Park, I think. Um, there was, I don't know how many people there, but it was chaotic. But yeah, yeah pretty cool, like iconic ground to be able to are see you, that. Are you generally someone that um, likes to get out and about and explore the different cities that we've gone to? Um, go through phases, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, sometimes after long training stints and stuff, just want to chill in the hotel. But in London and stuff, when there's heaps to do, it's kind of a must to go out and see things. But in a couple of the other places, I think I've been stuck in my hotel room, I reckon. Nice. Any other off-field adventures worth mentioning? Um, well, I think the Guinness storehouse that we just went to the other day was, was pretty cool. Um, and just seeing Dublin in general has been really cool. A bit of golf on the way. Um, a bit of terrible golf, I might add. <laughs> yeah, did, are you a new addition to the golf group? Uh, relatively new. Okay. Um, this is the first time I've travelled with my clubs. Yeah. Um, so I'm <laughs> getting there. Um, but yeah, I think they're pretty quick on kicking people out of the golf golf crew if you don't play. So I'm not playing today. I might get kicked out. Well, that could spell trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, how did you enjoy getting your, your face printed on a, a pint of Guinness at the Guinness <laughs> storehouse? Yeah, I mean, that was really cool. I think it was me, HG and Tessie, I reckon we got our photo. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool experience. Nice. Who's been best crack all to us? crack. Yeah. Um, oh... I feel like Phoebe has, like, the funniest fielding reviews. They yeah. kind of turned into roasts, which is pretty good. <laughs> everyone saw a little glimpse of it, I think, in the huddle chat the other day. But I think that's a highlight everyone looks forward to in the review meetings is Phoebe's chat at the end. How did how did Phoebe get that role? I don't know how she got it. Just at the start, I think she just did, like, too good of a job of it and now no one else is going to have to do it. <laughs> so good. So she goes through everyone one by one and rates your fielding performances? Just about, yeah. Okay. Um, or po points out some highlights or, or lowlights. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, she does a really good job of it, I think. Yeah, It's awesome. And um, if you look back a year and uh, the team were over here playing for Commonwealth Games Golden, you were obviously at home watching on. How has it felt to be back in amongst it on this tour and being part of an Away Ashes campaign again? Yeah, I mean, it's been really cool. I think last year watching it, it's been really cool to be back a part of it, I think. Watching the test match last time, I think I was at home, maybe in a sauna or something. So mm. like, it was a long way away from, from being a part of it. But yeah, I think to be yeah a part of this group that's been over here for a long time, I think it's sort of gelled together again. And um, yeah, it doesn't feel like I've been away that long considering it actually has been a really long time. And Wolfie, how many sixes do you reckon you've hit across the tour so far? <laughs> I don't even know. But I think I've been blessed for the, when I come out to bat, I think. Um, there's just generally been a really good platform and <laughs> <laughs> been able to just clear the front leg. But I actually don't know. I Take feel like you're stitching me up there. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't know. All right, you've hit seven. Seven, okay. And that's third most out of any of the Aussies? Yeah, I think Ash's hit ten, Pez has hit eight, and then you with seven. So <laughs> I'll pretty, take that. Pretty elite yeah, company. <laughs> uh, you have kind of taken on a bit of a finisher role with, with when you've come in during this tour. Is that something you, you want to do more of in the future? 
Yeah, I think just generally I like to be pretty versatile with the bat and be able to ideally come in in any um, situation in the game and do my job. But, yeah, I think it's just the way that it's worked out at the moment, coming in towards the, the back end and having a bit of freedom, which is nice. So Southampton in particular, like it's hard to see how the Aussies would have won that match without your 37 off 14. How are you feeling walking out to bat and how would you feel coming off and celebrating the win? Um... I'm always a really nervous watcher when I'm batting, so like I'm pacing, I'm fidgety. Um, so whoever's next to me, if it's Trudeau, she always tells me to stop. Like my, my foot's tapping, she's like, shut up. But yeah, I think just generally I'm always really nervous. I think whoever is out there is generally really calming and um, as soon as I get out there, I'm not as nervous, but watching, I'm awful. Um, but yeah, I think knowing that we got a pretty decent total up that day at the end of the, the game, we in in for a chance and I think it gave us a bit of momentum into the bowling innings as well. Yeah. But, um, that win felt pretty massive. Yeah, um, I think coming off, yeah, not a great T20 series, I think it was nice to, to get another one on the board. But yeah, we feel like we could, could do better in all of those games. Wolfie, I guess you now got certified all-rounder status. <laughs> did you, like coming through the ranks growing up, did you always sort of view yourself as an all-rounder? Was it? Well, I always like really enjoyed batting yeah. um, and I think Sort of naturally, I think everyone, I guess, starts up, up the order, I, I think, that ends up making it. So I think, and I guess the higher I went in the ranks, the lower my, my batting <laughs> position got. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I spent a lot of time on, on my batting, uh, especially with some of the guys back home in Victoria, like Dulip, he's been amazing. Yeah. Um, I know he works with Belsey a lot. Um, so whatever he does is working. Yeah, Tess was singing his praises the other day too with the help she's got with her batting. Is that something you put even more work into when you're coming back from the knee and sort of building back up into cricket again? Yeah, it was like the first sort of skill that I could come back and do. Um, so I think I had maybe maybe over a month of just batting when I first came back. So, yeah, so I had a lot of time on that. It was nice to just get out of the gym and be in the nets <laughs> for a little bit. So, yeah, I did spend a lot of time on it. And you obviously bat quite high up the order for Victoria these days. Is that a role you'd like to work your way up to playing for Australia down the track once... Um, I know there's some pretty good players up there at the moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty hard to, to take anyone's spot up there. But, um, no, I think generally I think in the middle order is probably where I feel most at home, I think. Um, yeah, get me away from the, the swinging ball at the start. <laughs> I might get found out a bit. But, um, yeah, generally in the middle order I think is probably where I'd be most comfortable. And, Wolfie, you're coming off your best ODI figures in the game against Ireland the other day. How do you feel like the ball's been coming out this tour? Yeah, I feel like, okay. I think, again, just ebbs and flows, I think, the entire tour. Um, but, yeah, generally I think it's, it's felt okay, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say there. It's, it's just okay. <laughs> do you feel like, do you adjust your the way you bowl um, between formats? Like, does your approach change T20 to one days? Um, yeah, a little bit. I think T20 is automatically a little bit more defensive. Yeah. Um, sort of just look at, like, your four overs and look, I want to go... If, none for 24 or something and yeah. just try and yeah reduce the boundaries I think and I guess you can be a little bit more attacking in one day cricket depending on the I guess the opposition but yeah it's nice to have a little bit more time in a one day game to sort of set some things up. Do you like bowling in the same um, 11 as Alana King fellow leg spinner? <laughs> it's actually really cool I think when King and I uh, I can't remember what game it was but I think we just bowled from the same end for like I don't know how many overs, but it was like really cool. It was like Kingy finished and Midget waved me over. He's like, oh, you're coming over here. And I was like, high five Kingy on the way. <laughs> Just like give each other some pointers because like pretty similar, I think, um, in the way that we bowl. But 
yeah, I think it's really awesome. I think it's really awesome for the game. And I know we've only had one completed match so far here in Ireland, but what have you made of the Irish team and how they've approached their cricket? Yeah, they've been great. I think the other day, the way they came out with the bat and just like took it to us straight away, I think, yeah, a really aggressive style of cricket, which sort of, I don't know if it put us on the back still at the start, but I think it surprised a few of us. And just, yeah, I think the general, I guess, spirit is they just never give up. So I think, yeah, it's made for a really good contest. Nice. And Wolfie, no rest whatsoever for you. You're off to the 100 with the Northern Superchargers. Yeah. Who are you looking most looking forward to playing alongside up there? I think everyone, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think our captain, Holly Armitage, would be really cool. I think I've never actually... I haven't spent much time with her, to be honest, but um, we've heard, heard great things, so looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, I guess just meeting everyone in the team because I don't really know that many of them. Did you um, watch much of the 100 last year and do you, do you know much about the format? I uh, watched bits and pieces of just a couple of the girls um, to follow that. But I think last time for the back end of it, I was in Europe, so I didn't yeah. spend much time <laughs> watching cricket. Fair enough. Yeah. Wolfie, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you for joining us today on The Scoop. Um, it's been a great tour and hope you've enjoyed it. And thanks for coming on. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. 